Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Moms podcast. I'm Diane. I'm a mother of three living in Columbus, Ohio. I'm trying to make room in my life for what matters by getting rid of the clutter and living life with purpose. I hope you'll join me on the journey to think more and do with less. I have too many clothes, but nothing to wear. It's a common phrase that many of us think as we peer into our closets. But is there a solution? It's my personal belief that decluttering can absolutely solve this problem. However, I do think there are even more ways we can address this mentality. Joining me today to help find solutions to closet overwhelm is founder of the Cladwell app, Erin Flynn. As a working mom with limited time, Erin understands the challenges that many of us face when it comes to our wardrobes. She believes in the concept of less is more, helping people refine their personal style, shopping smarter, and getting creative with their existing wardrobe. Erin emphasizes the importance of normalizing outfit repeats, living intentionally, shopping from our own closets, and of course, clearing the clutter. This episode delves into these topics and so much more, but before we get there, I want to quickly share, I guess it's a minimalist moment slash resource. Without spoiling too much about the Cladwell app and the conversation that we're about to have, I want to say that my minimalist moment slash resource piggybacks off the Cladwell app. So I have always struggled to look in my closet and figure out what combinations work best together. I'm not the most stylish and I don't necessarily have that vision. So I will head over to Google or Pinterest, type in an item of clothing that I own. So denim shirt, white pants, striped black and white tee. I'll type these search terms into Google or Pinterest plus outfit ideas. And then I go to images and look through what different celebrities or models or whomever bloggers have put together combinations that might work for things that I already own. So again, this is somewhat piggybacking off what Aaron's here to talk about today, but this is just another quick way to see that you may have more combinations in your closet than you realize. I'm curious to know if anyone does this, so definitely leave me a comment or a message on Instagram. I'd love to hear from you. And I think that's it. So let's get into this conversation with Erin Flynn. Erin, thank you for joining me today on the Minimalist Moms podcast. Thanks for having me. This is so great to actually be able to see you in person. I know. I'm excited. We were just connecting about how you are in Cincinnati and I'm in Columbus and I had no idea that we were both in Ohio. I know we, as you were saying, like we moved also right at the pandemic. So we were downtown and now we're, I don't want to say suburbs. I like to say neighborhood. We are in a neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah, That's kind of how we are. We're not quite suburban, but enough so that it's not all these young professionals partying till 2am. Yeah, exactly. And we have like more than uh, brick patios a yard. So there's that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, I'm really excited to connect with you. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if I had been messaging back and forth with you about this, but I love the Cladwell app. I used it years ago because I don't quite want a capsule wardrobe, Mm -hmm. but I knew that I had more outfit combinations in my closet than I was seeing. I'm not great at that. So I had downloaded Cladwell app and then all this kind of organically happened. So I'm actually, I'm really excited to talk to you today. Yay. That's so fun. I love like when I meet someone in the wild that uses Cladwell, (laughs) that just downloaded it. So I'm super excited to talk more about it. Why don't you share Mm -hmm. what Cladwell is for people that might not know? And then I do want to hear how that all came about. This is your baby. This is your creation. Yeah. So um, the kind of fun story is that if you grew up in the nineties or just have watched the movie Clueless, 
Um, you may remember the scene where Cher goes to her closet and then she can't figure out what to wear. And then she turns around and she goes to this kind of magical computer that put together outfits for her from the clothes already in her closet. And so my team and I legitimately built that theme. Cladwell is a personal styling app that helps you get dressed based off the clothes already in your closet. And it's all around this kind of idea of a capsule wardrobe philosophy. So I've really spent this last six years of my life creating what I like to call a mini rebellion against consumer culture and the constant pressure to really dress like anyone other than yourself. This was a huge catalyst, a change of my life. So, and it sounds it sounds dramatic, <laughs> your closet being a change for your life, but many years ago, I woke up went to my my closet, said the same thing that I've heard a ton of women say, which is I have too many clothes and nothing to wear, which was crazy because I had 450 items hanging in my closet. And so I had just kind of taken on this new job as a marketer or head of marketing for Cladwell, which Cladwell was something different at the time. And, um, but it still kind of had the same ethos around this capsule wardrobe philosophy. And I carved off one Saturday afternoon to do a closet clean out. And I really didn't want to do it. I was like only doing it because I had just taken this job. <laughs> so I was kind of like pressured into it. And I spent the entire Saturday pulling out every single item in my closet, laying it on my bed and just realizing that I had I had no idea who I was. And you could see the clothes laying there, all the different identities I had picked up over the years. And of course, there were things in my closet that I loved, that I really loved, but I couldn't hardly see them because my closet was so cluttered and full of stuff that I constantly was thinking I just needed something new. So I was kind of on that endless perpetual cycle. After that Saturday, it kind of was an eye-opening experience that bled into all the other aspects of my life. I think that's so interesting. And I've had a few of those moments. I think when mm -hmm. I hit my early 20s, I pulled everything out and assessed what I had. But again, these identities that we take on, I feel like yeah. I did that with music too. I would find different friends and I do like a variety yeah. of music, but it, it's like, what do I actually like? What is my style? Yeah. And then I've done that again in my thirties and I'm still mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. Well, I feel like that's the thing that happens. And yeah, that happened to me too. It's like, I had this aspiration, this idea of who I wanted to be, but it didn't match the lifestyle that I was living. It didn't even really match like what I actually desired or, you know, what I wanted, but I thought, I thought that's what I should be. Yeah. And so I just collected a bunch of random clothes and like had clothes with still tags on it and had things I had bought just because they were on sale. And so, yeah, that same type of thing of, I just didn't really know who mm -hmm. I was and it showed up very clearly in the clothes that were laying in front of me. How did you narrow it down? How did you figure out who you were? I would say through that process and a lot of people, they go through this and then they're like, oh, well, I want to have, uh, if I did that, I want to have enough clothes. Mm -hmm. um, but my problem was I had 450 items of <laughs> clothing. So I had plenty of clothes. So mm -hmm. after going through that process of really analyzing what it was I liked, like which pieces did I like and why? And people can go through a closet clean out and not learn anything about themselves. Like just look at it purely from like a clutter standpoint. But the difference maker is being able to evaluate what it is you like and don't like, but also like 
who you are. Get to know yourself. If you like a t-shirt, is it because it's crew cut? Is it because it's v-neck? Is it because it has details on it? Is it long? Is it short? Like, what is it about the t-shirt that makes you go to that, pull that thing out of your closet? So you're really going through the process, learning about who you are. And that's what I did. And it was through that, once I kind of figured out, okay, these, these items I like, these items I don't, it was all around kind of creating these boundaries based off the things I had just learned. Because from there, I had a reason. I had a value set. I had, I had created, I understood more about myself and was able to hold myself to that. Um, whereas before it was just, I would go into a store and if there was a deal, I would consider buying it because it was a good deal. And so it was re-anchoring myself on values versus just impulsive shopping. There are so many things that you've said. I want to talk quickly about the point that you just made though, about going into a store and purchasing something because you want a good deal, but it might mm-hmm. not even fit you. It might not even fit your personality. Yeah. Yeah. And I liked, I was going through the Cloudwell app Instagram account and you have three good reasons to buy a piece of clothing, mm-hmm. filling a major gap, prepare yeah. a place, and then working toward a new lasting style. And I really like those three reasons. I, I'm yeah. kind of thinking, is there any other reason outside of just, sometimes I think it's nice to treat ourselves. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to yeah. do that, even as a minimalist. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I don't want to come across of like, oh, you cannot shop. No. Yeah. There's beauty in that. Like, you know, someone created something that's really beautiful and adds value to our life. Like, absolutely. Like buy that thing, support that woman or support that business. But I think it's like having the right mindset when you actually go to shop and like, what is the purpose? What's the, the goal of it? And specifically with clothes, it's just so easy because, you know, we're getting emails left and right around different sales or whatever, or we do go into a place and everything's really pretty and shiny. And so it's like, how do you make the decision of when to buy? And also I think the other piece of it is we have things in our closet that are worn out and maybe don't speak to us. They used to speak to us. And if we're hanging on to those, that is actually a great reason to shop. We should move away from the thing that no longer feels like us and move toward the thing that does. And in order to do that, sometimes that requires shopping. But it's all around being clear about your intentions and being mindful when you actually enter enter a store or look online. Yeah. And then, sorry, this is a side note. Do you have a daughter or son? I have a son. Yes, a five-year-old. Okay. I was going to say, how does this impact your kids with you? What's really funny is like I had like a major proud moment last month. Okay. <laughs> I was like playing on my phone with uh, like Claude while I was doing something, uh, I don't know, like creating an outfit or something. And he saw me and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm creating uh, an outfit. So he got super interested in it. So I literally, I took pictures of his clothes. Cause obviously like he was using my closet. And so we have a women's database of clothes. Like there was nothing in the database that had dinosaurs and, you know, tigers on a shirt. So I made a little mini capsule for him just for the fun of it. And it was so fun to see him be able to like open the app and create his own little outfits. Like he loved it. And for me, that like brought out the part of the app that I never really talk about is just the creativity of it, the Mm -hmm. fun of it. And that's kind of like the transition from like the old way to the new way Mm -hmm. is before it becomes all about shopping. It's like to get better style, it's about buying and accumulating more or like finding new things. But the new way for me was 
really around like stepping into my style, which became more a creative exercise. So it became around, you know, I have these items that are hanging in my closet. How do I make them look different? How do I wear this shirt with that pant that I haven't worn before? So going back to him, that was a really fun fun exercise. He does not have a capsule wardrobe. He's <laughs> constantly growing through his clothes. So that okay. would be impossible at this point. Yeah. I will say any one listening that has capsule wardrobes for their kids, I'm super impressed by, I, I just feel like my yeah. kids get their clothes. I don't want to limit it because my boys destroy their clothing. Yeah. There's stains and you try and remove them. And I'm okay with depending on where we're going. I don't care if your shorts are stained, but yeah. I just need to make sure that we have enough clothes in general. So I haven't gotten there yet, but I do. Yeah. Impressed. I'm impressed. Yeah. And his, I mean, to be totally honest, he has a cousin that's like two years older than oh. him. So 90% of his clothes are just hand me down. So I'm like, at this yeah. point, it's, it's whatever we get. <laughs> If you're planning to cut back on alcohol this dry January, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. Recess has meticulously crafted familiar favorites such as Lime Margarita and Grapefruit Paloma, allowing you to savor the flavors and experience of these cocktails without the alcohol content. Throughout January, my listeners can take advantage of a special offer and get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler Pack at takearecess.com minimalist. Every can of Recess boasts a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients and a calorie count of 25 or less. It's a guilt-free option for winding down during dry January. Again, whether it's the end of a demanding day, a dinner gathering, or simply a moment to unwind, these mocktails are the perfect choice. You won't miss the alcohol, and you certainly won't miss dealing with a hangover. Get 15% off Recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash minimalist so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. No more stressful trips to the fitting room under fluorescent lights. With Armoire, you get to wear quality pieces without the hassle of adding to your wardrobe or paying designer prices. I'll say, as a busy mom of three, I know the importance of treating myself to something special. And Armoire allows me to prioritize quality over quantity in my wardrobe. Plus, Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led, so you can feel good about supporting a business that empowers women. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, try Armoire today. You'll never have to worry about finding the perfect outfit for any occasion again. If you're curious for some of the looks that I've chosen, check out my collaboration highlight on Instagram for a few of my favorite Armoire looks. Looks that you can grab too. So right now my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash minimalist. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash minimalist to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. So I want to talk more about Cloudwell app and you gave a great description and talking about share from Clueless. That is what it made me think of as well when I first had downloaded it. But like I said, or maybe you mentioned in the beginning, it allows you to see your closet in a different light because again, I don't have a capsule wardrobe. I don't have an abundance, but I have enough clothing. I have enough, but it's, you don't feel like you have enough if you're not knowing how to style it. So I love how in your app, even if I don't take a picture of my exact outfit, it's black and white striped tank top. And then it shows you how to pair it with what different pants. And it's like, Oh, I have similar pants to that. Oh, I can wear that hat or that headband or whatever it is. And so I felt like it just gave me so many opportunities and I don't want people to think 
I always have to tread lightly when, when I have um, entrepreneurs in the show, because I don't want this to sound like one big gigantic ad, but I do. Right. It's so helpful. And you yeah. even have insight on your Instagram account. I'm just directing people there too. You have insight yeah. inspiration over there. So yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the things is that a capsule wardrobe to me, because there's a million different, if you Google, there's a million different definitions of a capsule wardrobe. So yeah. For me, it is really around loving and wearing every single thing in your closet. And so if you think about that, like that definition, um, it's really hard to have like a huge closet because there's no way you can possibly wear all your clothes within a season if you have what I previously had, which was like 450 items. Like things were totally lost in that. But it also doesn't mean you have to have 30 items and that's all, all you wear. Um, Certainly that works for some people, but that's, that's not really what our app is built for. So yeah, the, the concept of just, you know, the share, the clueless closet is that when we have a physical wardrobe, it's really hard to be able to see all your clothes and to see your clothes in the way they match with your lifestyle. So for example, like my closet there, there's a shirt in my closet that can be worn with athleisure clothes. It can also be worn with all my work clothes, but in my, but in my closet, it's just one shirt in Cladwell. The app allows you to be able to separate, organize your clothes by what we call in the app capsules. So you can have one closet, but you can create these mini capsules and being able to have a digital closet, digital smart closet is so great when it comes to be able to like see all your clothes, but also to actually see the gaps in your closet. Because that's one of the problems is there are people who go to their closet and are like, I don't, I feel like I truly don't have anything to wear. And in some ways that may be true, but it may only be in one category of their life. Meaning like they may have a huge gap in their work wardrobe, meaning they need more shoes or they need two pairs of work pants, but they don't have it. And they couldn't see that in their physical closet. But when it's in the app, you actually can. And then that makes it just so much easier when it goes to like, when it comes to packing or thinking about like, oh, what I want to wear to date nights versus what I want to wear to, you know, work or whatever, Mm -hmm. pick up the kids. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. it inspired me. And like you said, it, it gave me the ability to be a little bit more creative. Oh, I wanted to know who designs the outfits and the styles. Is that all you or do you have people now that help you come up with these different ideas? So what's really interesting is this is the, it's all algorithm, algorithmically, I can't even oh, say that. Okay. it's all from an algorithm. Okay. So there have been people who have tried this kind of concept in the past of the digital smart closet. Um, but one of the things that they typically do is like, almost like say, this is what I want. And then like ship it over to developers and say, Hey, developers go figure it out. The problem with that is a lot of these tech guy normally developers don't really think in the same way as like the average woman getting dressed in the morning and so the style rules never really it feels like a computer is dressing you um so one of the things that we really made sure was we worked hand in hand with the developers to come up with what style what is kind of the behind the scenes of it all which is all like the how we think about styling what pairs wear with what what colors pair wear with what you know different colors and that's that's how we made it and then the other the other piece that we are actually launching is ask cladwell which is that is actually all powered by chat gpt so that will be the like first ever on-demand stylist like a true stylist in your pocket where you can 
ask it any questions. So you could say, I'm going to a baseball game tomorrow. Can you pull together an outfit? And it will pull together an outfit visually. That's from your so closet. cool. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, it's been like, we've been playing with it behind the scenes and it's been like blowing my mind. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, it's that same concept of like, how do we take, how do we use technology in a way that really helps and solves real problems in the world? Yeah. And I know that sounds silly, but think about how much time people spend trying to get ready. For me, when I was using it, it was, it made it so much easier. I would have to get ready for church and it's like, okay, this is what the weather's like today, but I I know I want to wear this, but how do I pair this? And it just, again, it made you feel like you had so many more options because it's giving you that insight. So yeah, love that. But I want to talk about the beginning. You said that now you've been on this, not kick. I can't remember the word that you used to describe it, but you are just very pro sustainability and not fast fashion. And tell me a little bit more about this. Maybe if you have any insight that you can share and then why you started thinking this way. Yeah. And I thought a lot about this over the last year, especially. I want to say that I'm probably more of a realist when it comes to this because I I truly believe the capsule wardrobe approach, that philosophy of less but better and really being intentional with your closet is not only good for humans because we're being more mindful about what we're wearing, but it also is good for the planet in the sense that there are people who are hand sewing our clothes cross countries that we will never see and um, getting paid nothing. And also our garbage, our clothes that we just throw away are ending up in their landfills, not us. It's all out of sight, out of mind. So I'm really passionate about, we can't solve all the problems. We're not going to solve all the problems by buying a sustainable shirt or anything, but we can do our part and trying to make this world a a little better. And this is kind of, this is the thing that I can do. And we all have different things. Like for some people that's drinking, you know, straws that aren't made out of plastic. So everyone has their own thing. I was going somewhere with this thought, which was, it has been very confusing over the past five years about what should we do? Because it's a paralyzing thing. Like once you really think about the problem, it becomes hard to figure out what what your role is. And honestly, it's not affordable. It's not affordable right now to be able to buy everything sustainably or ethically made. Unfortunately, like hopefully we'll get farther and farther and closer to that point, but it's not realistic. So my approach has always been, if you buy something, make sure you use it and wear it and truly love it. And if you're doing that, you're doing what you can do because that's a $30 t-shirt from Amazon but you hold on to that t-shirt five times longer than you would have, then that is a step in the right direction. We should always just be trying to like move like a little bit toward that direction versus kind of thinking like, ah, that problem feels super overwhelming. I can't do anything about it. So I'm just going to continue, you know, doing what I do. So I've been really trying and that's kind of my approach overall. It's not as much about like, you can't buy fast fashion or you can't buy this. It's just like, when you do buy it, make sure you use it and wear it. And that has kind of led over again to other aspects of my life. Yeah, absolutely. Whenever I buy something new, I was actually, I just got some stuff from the Gap. Long Mm -hmm. story short, I have a Gap credit card. I acquired it a long, long time ago, but I didn't want to get rid of it because I have such longevity. So anyways, Mm -hmm. when I pay off my Gap credit card that I use for groceries or my gas, I pay it off every month and I get all these points where it's, it's actually, you don't have to spend anything. They literally just give you money to gap. So I typically will buy my kids clothes from there 
or I'll buy like a jean jacket or whatnot. So yeah. anyways, got all the stuff. It was free quote unquote. Yeah. And I was going through it with my husband and he was like, I like that. He's like, that looks pretty good. And I'm like, no, if it just looks pretty good, I want to have yeah. something I love. I don't want to own things anymore that just look pretty good. I want to love everything that I own. Yeah. This yeah. white t-shirt I, that I'm wearing currently. I really yeah. like t-shirt. I wear it all the time. It's yeah. just scary, but it's something that I've been wearing yeah. for a couple of years now. And I want to, like you said, use it up, use the things that you have in general. That's yes. what minimalists should do. We should use the things we have because not everything is going to be the most sustainable thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so much like for the style aspect too. Um, like going back to my like original closet clean out, I had bought into that idea. If I wanted to be, if I want to have more style, I needed more clothes. And really I found out like that actually wasn't true at all. It just like fundamentally isn't true. If you really want a stronger style, it's like getting clearer on the aesthetic that you're going for, which is typically just having less of those items, but wearing more of them, which is kind of like more the French way of doing it than the American way. It's like, it's both, again, both helpful from a sustainability standpoint, but it's actually just a better way for style to like hone in your style. Well, Erin, did you have anything else you wanted to share or encourage listeners with today? I encourage everyone to think a little more about this or dig into the capsule wardrobe philosophy to see if it's something that is of interest to you. And don't think of it as you have to have a certain number or you have to get rid of all your clothes. That's not, that's not what I'm here to um, tell people about. And then also I'm just excited to share about this new feature that we have that's going to be like a, a, a real stylist in your pocket. So yeah, I would invite everyone to come check it out. I'm excited to see that and how it works. Well, okay. Why don't you share where everyone can find you? And then I have two last questions I didn't prompt you for, but I'm going to ask them anyway. So why don't you share where we can all find you online? Yeah. So you can go to cloudwell.com um, and check us out there. You can also go to the Android Play Store or the Apple um, App Store and download from there. And then um, obviously follow us on Instagram at Cladwell app. Perfect. Well, the two questions I ask every guest, one is what has been a beneficial resource to you that you'd like to share with the listeners? And this can be in regards to fashion, like we've been talking about, or just something that you found really yeah. helpful. Yeah, that's a good question. I, I think the thing for me is I love going back to the first time I pulled out all my clothes, learning more about myself and challenging the way I think is just something I naturally love. And so right now that looks like reading a lot of nonfiction books, as well as taking a lot of walks um, and listening to these podcasts. A few few of my favorites are Rich Roll and also Adam Grant. And then Brene Brown, I did listen to hers for a while. She actually just stopped recording. But anyone that can, I feel like pressure test the way I think is, is like, that is gold in my mind from a resource standpoint. I totally agree. You're one of the first people that I know personally that listens to Rich Roll. He is one oh, of my favorites. Oh my gosh. And they are so long. They're like two yeah. hours long. I'll have to go on like three walks to finish one podcast, but they're so interesting. And I just, yeah, I, I love it. For sure. It definitely gives you something to think about. And I will say I do listen to podcasts in two times speed. That's hilarious. That's so yeah. funny. You are like my husband in that way. Oh, really? Yeah. It drives my husband insane. He's like, yeah. Adam, understand anything that's happening and I, I do I can't necessarily articulate it back but I do take it in so yeah 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 it's there somewhere in the psyche yeah, somewhere all right my last question is what is something that you can't stop talking about so on a similar vein I feel like we have these stories we tell ourselves that drive the lives we live without even really knowing what they are I've been thinking 
a lot about this concept of just like, what are the things that we do? Like, why do we do them? <laughs> like, What are the things in our lives that we do unknowingly that really make us tick? And so much of it goes back to like, oh, well, my parents told me that one time. And so I just stuck with it for the rest of my life. But yeah, I think I'm so fascinated by that question. And then also that kind of goes back to those podcasts, finding different people that think differently than I do and seeing or like kind of taking bits and pieces of that to see if I can't reincorporate that into my life. I could literally talk about that for days. We are very similar and I would, that we would be very good friends in real life because I've been trying to do the same the last few years. Just what have I always believed that isn't necessarily untrue, but it's not total fact and who can I learn from and apply elements of their story to mine? Yeah. And I just find there's like, there's so many of these kind of like half truths that it's like, yeah, you're like you said, they're not, they're not untrue, but they maybe don't give you the full insight. So yeah, yeah, if you ever want a side conversation, I'm down. (laughs) This was great. great. And I hope people check out your app and I appreciate you joining me. Thanks so much for having me. I really, really enjoyed this. What did you think of the episode? I hope you enjoyed the conversation. To learn more about today's guest, including links, resources related to everything discussed today, visit the episode page at minimalistmomspodcast.com, where you can find the entire podcast archive, as well as my book, Minimalist Moms Living and Parenting with Simplicity, or other ways to connect or work with me online. If you'd like to support the podcast, the easiest and most impactful thing you can do is subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and leave a rating or review of your favorite episode. Lastly, sharing the show or your favorite episode with friends on social media is very helpful and will encourage others on their journey to think more and do with less.